Hello, and welcome to the Science of Parenting podcast, where we connect you with research-based information that fits your family. We're going to talk about the realities of being a parent and how we can use research to help make guide our parenting decisions. I'm Mackenzie Johnson, and I'm a parent of two littles with their own quirks, and I'm a parenting educator. And I'm Lori Haynes, and I have three children who are in three different life stages. One is launched, one is in college, and one is in high school, and I am also a parenting educator. And today we are talking about feeling judged, Mm. and more importantly, parenting through the judgment. Yeah. Ooh, heaviness. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever felt judged? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 But but I feel like research might tell me I'm not alone. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Lori, I think you might be right. (laughs) (laughs) Should we move into research number one? Yeah. Okay. So looking at parenting judgment, this first research bullet kind of helps us understand, one, do parents feel judged? And how do we understand that a little better? So a zero to three national parent survey reported that nine out of 10 parents report feeling judged. Mm. So it's a, it's a big club. I knew knew that I might be onto something when I felt judged. Yeah. (laughs) And a lot of times people might think that like one gender or the other, you know, moms feel judged. People talk about mom shaming and things like that. Um, But 90% of moms reported feeling judged and 85% of dads. So there's like a little difference there, but it's not like, oh, moms feel judged, but dads don't. Both report that they feel judged. So, yeah. And there's actually more to the story here. So um, adding a little bit to that, a 2015 Pew Research study told us that parents do care a lot about how others perceive their parenting skills. Mm -hmm. So not only we do feel judged and we still care how others perceive our parenting skills. So it's this like fine, delicate balance of both. Um, And so in particular, this Pew Research study tells us that, you know, we particularly care about what our co-parent thinks and what our own parents think of our parenting skills. And not as many people reported, uh, but still a significant amount said their own friends, how they Mm -hmm. view their parenting, and that people also cared about, you know, community members. So that's that's a lot of people to try to please. <laughs> so many people to please. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a lot yes. of people. But I do think it's actually I shouldn't say I think our writer um, Barb Dunn Swanson made the great point that it's it's human nature, right, to want to be liked and to want people to think we're doing a good job, especially with something as personal as our parenting. So yes. when you think about your own parenting journey. When do you think of as a time that comes to mind that you've felt judged? So I think that the one that really comes to mind, especially when it comes to, I was pretty confident in what I was doing around a certain uh, method of communication. So Mm -hmm. for instance, I taught my girls a couple of signs of sign language early on when they were young, like, you know, 10 to 11 to 12 months. And so I felt pretty confident. Uh, I felt research backed me. I believed in what I was doing as I was teaching, you know, my first child, the sign language, and then my second child. And so I, I believed in what I was doing research, you know, backed me, et cetera. Mm -hmm. But what happened was that with my second child, she didn't talk very early. And in fact, she had delayed speech. 
And so I remember in particular feeling very judged because I, I heard and people would tell me, you know, they, they would want to give me good advice, uh, but they felt that it was because I had taught her sign language that she wasn't talking. And so that judgment of you did something incorrect in your parenting and you know, that's why she has this delay. Ugh, mm. That that was a hard one because oh, it, it totally yeah. wrecked my confidence. To- even though research told me I was on the right track, mm-hmm. wrecked my confidence. Oh, yeah. and that's like, that's a hard feeling. I mean, there's so many questions, you know, we question ourselves a lot as parents anyway. And then to have people just the judgment, you know, that mm-hmm. comes with it of, like, well, you did this wrong or you're not getting this right. Or the reason this hard thing is happening with you and your kids is because mm. you're not doing things mm-hmm. right. It's like, oh, that's a devastating feeling. And you're hurting your child. You know, that yeah. hurting yeah. your child. So so then I have a research bullet for you. All From right. that zero to three report that you mentioned earlier, mm. the National Parent Survey, uh, that report tells us that actually the problem is that judging and criticizing parents actually causes them more stress and it actually makes it less likely that they're able to handle challenging moments in ways that are sensitive, appropriate, and effective for the child. So in fact, close to half of the parents that were surveyed in that study felt that they would discipline their child differently out in public because Mm. they felt stress on themselves. And like I was reporting my lack of confidence, I I felt a huge lack of confidence. And I, you know, totally can understand where half of these parents were saying that they would deal with discipline differently out in public. So, you know, we have a lot of people we're trying to impress, I guess, essentially, we are trying to please a lot of people. And at the same time, we're feeling not competent, and it's (sighs) causing issues with how we deal with our child. So yeah. was, was there a time you ever questioned yourself? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, guess what? You're in good company. <laughs> yeah. Nine out of 10. Right. Um, I would say, I can't think of, it's not necessarily a specific situation, but in general, I would say I tend to feel judged that when other people maybe would perceive my child as misbehaving and maybe what I see, you know, like I might view it in a different light of like, Oh, you know, they are having a hard time or this is a really tough feeling for them or they're slow to warm up or, you know, whatever I might perceive it a different way. And other people might perceive it as my child misbehaving. And I feel like people maybe judge me that I'm not like tough enough on my kids or I'm not firm enough or that I don't address the misbehavior in their mind, uh, Mm -hmm. where I tend to approach, you know, more of what I think might be going on behind why that behavior is happening. So So I sometimes feel judged that way. You know your child best, you know their temperament, you know their personality, (sighs) and you're making a choice to parent them a certain way because you know what a different outcome could be. And Mm -hmm. so where they might be saying and judging something they see as inappropriate behavior, you're saying, no, actually, I'm taking the time to let my child process what's happening so that we can get through the rest of the day or the rest of this trip to the store or 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have no oh. idea what's in other people's backpacks. Let's just say that. Oh my gosh, we, yeah. We have no idea what's going on in other people's lives and how their decisions come to be. Yeah, and I think that's that's such an important part. And we talk about it at the beginning of our lives. We talk about what we believe and that we believe, and it's a ground rule for us, is that this is a judgment-free zone. for With that exact reason, right? You might see this 30-second window, if I'm in public with my child, that you see as misbehavior, that someone else might see as misbehavior. But as the parent and that my ex- as an expert, I consider myself an expert, and I consider other parents experts on their kids and their families, um, means that you know we might be doing things differently because we each have our own reality. And we shouldn't, we shouldn't judge each other about that. Like, right. This should be a judgment free zone because you're the expert and your reality might look different than other people. Uh, yeah. And you know, can I actually like, can I get a little cheesy for just like a second? <laughs> Cheese away. Cheese away. Um, but can we make that, you know, it's like, we talk about it as a ground rule, but I just guess I want to give like a call out to our listeners and our, you know, whoever might hear the message can we agree that it's not doing us any good? You know, parents can ju- cut, judge other parents or non-parents judge parents or people who raised their kids a while ago and their kids are older. We're not doing each other any good by judging. Like, can we agree to try to trust other people that they know their kids best? You know? And your cheese led us right into the fourth bullet, uh, the yeah. bullet point of research <laughs> that we have. So like I said, cheese away. And okay, yeah, it, Well, let me read this. Okay. So it says, according to Mondell and Tyler, more competent parents treated the child as being more capable and resourceful, showed generally warm and positive feelings, and were more helpful with problem solving. So reel that back. When we feel more competent and not as judged, when we have the confidence in our parenting, we're actually treating our child as more capable. We're treating our child Mm -hmm. as more resourceful. We're treating our child more warmly, have more positive feelings toward them. And we're actually doing better with them at problem solving. So our whole relationship with our child is boosted because we feel more competent as a parent. So if nine out of 10 of us are feeling judged and that judgment leads us to a lack of confidence, think about how that impacts our relationship with our children. Oh Ouch. yeah. Okay. You got to fix this. Like make me feel better. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. And so that research does tell us that, okay, so if we let's, let's connect all the dots. Lots of us feel judged when we feel judged and our confidence and our confidence in our parenting goes down. We question ourselves. We doubt it. Maybe we're less consistent in what we do, right? My child doesn't know what to expect because when we're with these people, I I treat them differently. Or when we're in a public place, I treat them differently, right? And all of that comes back to how we interact with our child and how we behave with our child. Like, those are those are big dots coming from what sometimes people are like, oh, yeah, everybody says they feel, feel judged. Like, no, we do, and it matters, and it impacts how we do things. Mm-hmm. Especially yeah. that, but that part that you that you touched on, that consistency. If we... If we're, you know, um, ask, expecting things from our child one way in this room and mm-hmm. we will leave the house and then we expect something different in this place and then we expect something different from our child with these people, that's three different ways our child has to figure out expectations. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
I can't think of any adult that wants their <laughs> boss to think three different ways about expectations, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I, I think that we have to find that place. And, and, and like you said, that's what science of parenting is here for. We want to give you the research to help you fill your toolbox because you know your family, you know your child, your toolbox will be filled with research-based information that fits your family mm -hmm. so that you feel confident and competent, which then impacts and boosts that relationship with your child. Yeah. So I think this mm -hmm. kind of moves us into the your reality. So, you know, we do these research bullets and we talk about our own realities and we share all that, uh, but we always like to kind of come back to what's the, you heard all this, now what? Um, and so as we were kind of putting together this episode and talking about judgment and how it affects our parenting, I wanted to come up with like this really tangible takeaway that you could walk away with for when you feel judged, right? So how, like you said, help me feel better. Help me <laughs> Hopefully feel better. Can, yeah. <laughs> if we feel judged, we're not feeling as competent. So I came up with a kind of a three-step process for what do we do when we feel judged? All right. So um, number one is to identify the moment, right? So as you think about reflect on a specific time or a specific place or specific people, you know, whatever it might be, but identify what that is and when you are feeling judged. So recognize that feeling. Lots of us, maybe one comes to mind right away <laughs> that was a little more salient, sticks in our brain. Number two, and this one can be really hard, is to reflect honestly and objectively on the feedback. Right. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes the way that a message is wrapped, right, the words that people used or the tone or mm -hmm. even like the relationship behind that might be complicated. Mm -hmm. And so the feedback gets lost in that message. Um, but thinking about what feedback was that person giving me and reflect that on honestly, like, OK, were they saying, you know, like I've had my my uh, my husband, my co-parent, you know, say to me, like, you seem like you maybe need to take a break. <laughs> right. And that wasn't about judgment. It was about the feedback of I'm noticing you're having a hard time. Um, and so, but taking that time to honestly reflect mm -hmm. and consider it, right. You're taking it in, taking it in, taking it in. I've identified and I'm now in reflection. Oh wait, right. that sounds like stop, breathe. Oh, <laughs> okay. Never mind. Sorry. I digress. That's a different thing. Sorry. I digress. Yeah. Did you I'll call say, me? No. <laughs> I still have one more step. Oh, keep you can going. hang out with us if you want. <laughs> I heard, I heard uh, right. the bat signal, though. Yeah, the uh. bat. <laughs> well, so number three, Lori, we're identifying. We're reflecting. Number three, so you've reflected. You've taken it in. Decide, right? And that sounds simple, but, like, decide for yourself. You know your kids. You know your family. You know yourself. Decide for yourself. And then trust yourself that you're the expert, right? So identify the moment that you're feeling judged. Reflect on the feedback, right? Reflect on the actual message you were, that you were receiving and decide. Decide if, you know, what they were saying was founded or that they maybe didn't have all the information you have as the expert on your kids. And then trust yourself. You can do it. You yes. can do it. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> uh, so yes. this is the bad signal, Mackenzie. Oh, the bad Stop, signal. Yes. Stop, breathe, talk <laughs> signal. <laughs> all right, so... You've talked about judgment, and I guess sometimes I can be a devil's advocate when it comes to things, um, especially when you're like, oh, don't judge yourself, don't judge others. 
So as like an onlooker, as a family member, as, you know, someone who's there on kind of the outskirts, or if, you know, as a parent, you also have friends or other family members that are feeling the weight of that judgment, does that mean that I can't show concern or support? Or I guess what to you is the difference between, um, quote, judgment versus support versus concern? Um, and how is it best that instead of coming off as judgmental that we, we show that concern if something comes up? Mm, that's a great question for Mackenzie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I will say that a lot of times people assume, like people that know that I teach parenting education or that I have the background or that I do or whatever, mm-hmm. will be like, oh, don't look, okay? Um, and they assume, they might assume like, oh, well, if you know all this stuff, you're going to, you know, you're going to judge me. You're going to think bad things. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we also, right, we do have knowledge about child development and these things. And so they do overlap. Um, so I would say if, you know, you're someone who won is at least somewhat familiar with this person's reality. Um, So if you are a stranger, um, usually not your place to (laughs) pass a judgment or, uh, you know? Um, So if you are a stranger, you have no sense of this person's reality, I would not recommend. Um, That's usually just going to be judgment. Um, But if you do have some for, you know, some familiarity with what that person and those kids um, are usually like and what their, you know, what their life looks like, the amount of support, time, yada, yada. so that would be one thing, be somewhat familiar. My second thing would be to express concern and not judgment. Um, so, you know, and that might be in a way like I've noticed, right? So using like what you've observed, sure. what you actually see, like I've noticed when this happens, this happens, or I've noticed sometimes this. And so making an observation about what you see and then acknowledging that you have an interpretation about it. Right. So it's not that this is the fact, like when he does this, you do that. And this is what happens. Acknowledging you're interpreting. So observe it, share kind of your story. Like, it seems like maybe this is what happened, what's happening. Am I, and then, you know, am I misunderstanding that or, you know, is there more going on here? I don't see. And then the other big thing I would say as a parent, like, it's okay if you express concern. Again, how that message is wrapped can affect how we receive it. But um, if you've expressed that concern and they've heard you, trust whatever they decide. Sure. So if you've taken the time, let's not – don't every time you see them, you know, reiterate. Because that's when it – you know, I think to me that's when it moves into that judgment mm-hmm. of, you know, mm-hmm. I'm I'm judging what's good and bad for you instead of expressing a concern about something. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of – I. I think I feel like I said one, two. I don't know how many I said. I said a lot of things. <laughs> but And I think yeah. that then that comes down to that last piece of trusting them is you have to remember that. And Barb Dunn Swanson, again, our writer, <laughs> says things so eloquently sometimes. She would, she would say it this way. She would say, Lori, you can only control yourself. You can't control others. And so I can choose not to judge others. Mm -hmm. I can choose to share my concern in an objective way. And then I can choose to love them along the way. Mm -hmm. Sure. Mm. I can choose. I can choose these things Mm -hmm. uh, because I am not able to control others. So 
love them love. along the way. I like love that. Them along the way. Love like that. that. Can I give snaps? I'll give snaps, snaps for that. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> All right. Well, that's not a bad stop, Freak Talk Space. I, like, and a, a fair question, right? There is, it's not right. that no one can ever talk to you about your parenting, right? right? That's not what judgment's about. Um, but yeah, it is. How do we, how do we talk to people we care about mm-hmm. um, when we do have a concern? Right. I like that question. Mm. Parenting through judgment. There we go. Mm. So in summary, we tackled the topic of judgment and parenting through judgment. And, you know, we talked about that nine out of 10 parents feel judged and men feel judged 85% and women are 90%. So there's mm-hmm. a lot of judgment. We are hoping to please many people along the way we want people to think that we're good parents Mm -hmm. and when we feel judged we feel less confident and less competent and that competent impacts our relationship with our kiddos so you talk about those three steps you did and we'll wrap it up yeah so when you're feeling judged those kind of three things we talk about in your own reality is kind of identify the moment you're feeling judged take a second to reflect just on that to, and then two, I already said it, reflect, <laughs> uh, you know, with honest, with honesty and uh, reflect on the feedback you're receiving. And then three, decide what you want to do. To, considering that feedback might be deciding you don't care it, or not. You don't care that it wasn't relevant or that you have more information than they did. Um, but trust yourself, decide and trust yourself. Mm-hmm, definitely. Yeah. So thanks for joining us today on the Science of Parenting podcast. Remember, subscribe to our weekly audio podcast on Apple, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Watch our show each week. And then once a month, we'll come to you live on Facebook, where we will take your comments and your questions in real time. Yeah. So come along with us as we tackle the ins and outs, the ups and downs, and the research and reality around the science of parenting. Thanks. Thank you. The Science of Parenting is a research-based education program hosted by Lori Haynes and Mackenzie Johnson, produced by Mackenzie DeYoung with research and writing by Barbara Dunn Swanson. Send in questions and comments to parenting at I-A-S-T-A-T-E dot E-D-U and connect with us on Facebook and Twitter. This program is brought to you by Iowa State University Extension and Outreach. This institution is an equal opportunity provider. For the full non-discrimination statement or accommodation inquiries, go to www.extension.iastate.edu slash diversity slash ext.